Hey, yo, hey, yo, yo, what's good? <laughs> you know what it is? You back with another episode of No More Timeouts. You know you're rocking with your boy Rose <laughs> and JJ. You know what we're here to do, man. We're just build a tea, man. No, no, no sugar. You know what I'm saying? What's good, bro? How you doing? I'm all right, man. You know, football's here. You know what I'm saying? You know, got to see the first, you know, little preseason game, you know, and that shit was amazing. I had a good time, had a cool weekend, had some friends over, you know, watched the game. It was, it was fun, but hey, at the end of the day, you know, it was just honestly good that football's back. You know what I'm saying? I love to see it. You know, we all love to see it. That's our pastime and it felt great. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I had to glow a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> football on a Sunday afternoon, man. Like, I'm ready for it. The fall with, 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 with football every week, bro, this is this is what we like. So it's back officially. Yes, baby. I can't believe it. I'm so happy. But man, hey, with that being said, man, what about you? How you doing? What's good? You good? I'm good, bro. I've been uh right. you know just staying in the gym, locked in, but also, you know, trying to trying to stay grinding on my, at the at the nine to five. And uh, you know, this is uh weekends are, are becoming a little more chill these days, but uh it's been it's been fun. Uh, we got some guests today, man, and you know I, I want to I want you to introduce them, but we got some some good friends of ours that we we wanted to bring on uh, Niner Edition show. Uh, some friends of ours that definitely know the game, and and uh, you know uh, obviously with the Battle of the Bay, we wanted to sh- to to save this episode for uh, for the Barrier people uh, with Raider and Niner talk, and uh, this is the perfect week to do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It feels amazing. Well, man, well, you know, really, with, with, no, with no further ado, let's let's introduce the people that you get to see. Uh, I'm going to introduce my friend, bro. Hey, I've been in pool, playing with this pool for a long time, man, since high school, man. Like, I was I was, a, I was a freshman. He was a junior, you know what I'm saying? One of the people that I looked up to, we used to hoop uh, together, play basketball. It was a great time. Uh, met this man. You know, he was always a great man. Um, and I just want to say... Um, he has a video out right now. I know a lot of y'all know the man who made the song, the, uh, the 49er Faithful, uh, that I love to always love to hear. Not even gonna lie, it's a good song. Uh, hey, Travis King, man, how you doing, man? What's up, with y'all? How you doing? Good to good, see you, good. man. Good to see you, bro. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on. No doubt, no doubt. I gotta uh, bring my guy Jasper in. Uh, another guy we grew up with, uh, played a lot of basketball growing up with him. Got a mutual friend, Don, who's uh, one of our guys um, played a lot of football in his time too, so I'm, I'm excited to see his his input on what's going on with the Niners. All things Niners. Uh, he played a lot of wide receiver in his day, so would love to hear what's going on, especially with this quarterback situation. So we're gonna get into all that, but I appreciate you uh, joining me, bro. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, I've been itching to get back and, and just shoot the talk about all this uh, content that. That's being just that's writing itself every day, man. So, um, you know, I'm sure there's there's gonna be a lot of good discussions going on in the next hour and a half or so. Yeah, y'all been giving us a lot of content, man. These these, these Niners are a lot of storylines with the quarterback, with with uh, with everything going on. So we're gonna get all into that. Um, I think we want to start with a quick NBA update, real quick, before we get into it. Um, there's two stories. Obviously, uh, one I want to hear about uh, is James Harden. James Harden is in China right now on a tour, and he said he uh, will not play for any team that Daryl Morey is is in charge of. He said, "I repeat, I will not play for any team that Daryl Morey is in charge of." Uh, crazy situation. He's been wanting to get out for 
you know, all summer. So what, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I, I feel like the stories with James Harden over the years just get wilder and wilder. Like, like it just gets crazier and crazier every offseason. It's like something. Like, he's never happy, and it's always something that he picks out. And it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? And it's like for you to, to do that now that the NBA even kind of allows that. Like, because I remember back in the day, you say something like that, you know, you kind of – somebody would say something to you, you know, or you would have to talk to the commissioner or something. But people just openly talk about – commissioners and things like that and i just i don't think it's cool but honestly i don't you know what he's doing he's just trying to get his way out trying to force his way out you know that's really just what it is and he's taking all all chances he can to take the shots at the people that run the organization over there in philly but yeah i just you know, i just don't see what the next team would want to trade for him you know if, if you're going to blow up this team you're blowing up the nets you blew up the rockets and now you're trying to blow up the sixers like why would you go trade any any value for him at this point but if you know like in a year or two he's going to be upset and, and want another trade so yeah i don't know man i think he's burning a lot of bridges with this right now yeah i mean i thought that too and then you know i got some information more information about it i think the context behind what he said was i mean allegedly maury offered him he took a pay cut last year behind so. behind closed doors deal yeah. exactly and so then Maury, you know, he's not holding up his end. He said he was going to kick it back to him, basically on the, on the back end. And the back ends come, and he has to kick it back to him. So that's nasty work on Maury's part. So at the end of the day, I kind of understand where James is coming from. But to your point, Shad, I mean, how many times is he going to do this? Like, you know, you know. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's my whole thing. You know what I'm saying? I understand, I understand what you're saying. I definitely yeah. understand what you're saying. Yeah. I understood that part when I heard it. Right, and it's that's like, and he's messed with Maury the long way for a while. So you know, if if, if that is the issue, y'all got to handle that closed doors and to air him out. You know, on his tour, like you said, he's just trying to you know do it, manipulate the situation, and basically get out in front of it and see his way out, like he's tried to do. And to your point, Jay, like yeah, at this point of his career, like he's not you know who he was anyway. So like, what kind of compensation package are you even really going to get for an agent? You know, Harden at this point. It's just a bad. It's a bad look on all phases. I just can't see another team really wanting him for being such a drama queen. Like, who wants to trade for that? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. I mean, LA. They, you know, they got two superstars. I, I just don't see for giving up Terrence Mann or anybody like that to to bring him into that. So we'll see, man. It's, I think this is going to go on into the season. Um, quick, last thing on, on NBA, we got the USA basketball team traveling uh, for the World Cup right now. Um, just defeated Spain and, and Slovenia. They're, they're rocking right now. But um, do you feel like they got everything they need to, to bring in the, the, the title? Um, I, I feel like, honestly, at this point, when it comes to USA basketball versus the world, like it's kind of like any, any good all-stars, you know, can definitely – can take us there you know like we're built for this you know I mean? like it's like remember we talked about the last episode you know over there overseas so why the soccer teams are so good because you know they're built for that you know what i'm saying we're, we're built for this you know we're built for this type this is our sport basketball is it was made here that's what we were built for so i think the the team as a whole is good Jalen brunson had an amazing performance you know that first game and went nine for nine for 22 didn't miss a shot like that's crazy you know what i'm saying so honestly just to see them play good and you know, i'm happy you know they're rocking for the home country you know at the end of the day you know no matter what jersey they wear in the NBA, it's good to see them all, you know, willing to participate in this, you know, because sometimes, you know, they can get an injury and risk something in their career, but they still do it, and I like it. So um, I, I think we're going to be good. 
No. The only thing I want to add is I, I think for the All-Star game, I think we should change it to USA versus the world. I think that would be really dope. I think they got enough players to, to do a yeah. USA versus the world in the All-Star game. That's the, that's the only thing I want to add. Dope. That would be dope. I, I think we could. Yeah. 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 It would. Yeah, I got a yeah, I got one for the All Star game too. They need to go back to the OG uniforms too, bro. Let mm, the stars. Eat some what? Nah, not even that. East and West. Nah, let them wear their home and away. Let their own uniform. For all, yeah. for all yeah, sports. that would be way better. Too, like, yeah, that shit used to be clean. Like I damn it don't know most of the players yeah. anyway. When you got yeah. the whoever, they always wear the colors of like where the stadium they're at. Like, bro, like you think y'all so bro? Like, let yeah. I want to know who. Who's on the Giants? Who's on the, the Yankees or the press? Like, who are these dudes, bro? Like, what are they wearing right now? So, I feel like all the sports can do themselves a favor and, like, for just marketing purposes alone and just notoriety of the person's name. Like, get the, the, the jerseys. Like, let them just wear their jerseys, bro. Especially the – don't you want to also sell those jerseys? But I know it's a money thing, too, because also Nike makes specific all-star jerseys that they also sell. But I just think just for, you know – Dudes who grew up in the nineties, it's nostalgic. Like I just want to see the cats just rock their music like they used to back in the day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, I definitely I, yeah. So getting into this Niner talk, man. Um, there's a lot to cover. A lot, a lot here. Uh, I, Travis, I want to start with you, man. You you have this 49er faithful song that took off. Um, I want to just hear how it came about and you know how how it got started and uh, yeah, how, how's it how's it been making that song and just where it took you from there. Um, I used to do music a long time ago from the age I was, let's say, 10 years old till about 22, 23. And then I just quit cold turkey. I stopped doing it. I had a song on the radio, on a, on pop stations and everything. And I just, the, the the music business, the industry is crazy. We won't get into that. So I stopped. I didn't do music for hella long. And then um, in 2019, uh, when the Niners were going into the playoffs, we were the number one seed. I had an itch to just make a song. And so because I'm such an avid and diehard Niner fan, I was like, you know what, just for fun, I'm going to I'm gonna dust off the mic and record a record. And my roommate, DJ Monaco, I was like, yo, what's the hottest, what's the, like the hottest beat, what's the hottest song in the world right now smacking in the club? And at the time, it was Roddy Rich balling. So I was like, all right. I went on YouTube, ripped the beat. And literally within like 20 minutes, I had the hook and half the verse down and I went to work, came back that night, like three o'clock in the morning, added a little bit more to it, woke up the next morning and I just threw it up on YouTube for my homies and I like no intent to, you know, try to get recognition off it or, or you know, get some clout, nothing. I just threw it up on YouTube and within like 72 hours, it had like 80,000 plays with no promotion, no marketing. And it was just going crazy. And when my best friend, Jason, seen the numbers, he had been he had been trying to get me to get back into music. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So when this went crazy, he was like, bro, you got to shoot a video. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, no, I don't want to do music no more. Like, I, it's not happening. And he baited me. He was like... <laughs> <laughs> he baited me. He's like, if I buy you tickets to the Niners and Packers NFC Championship game, will you shoot a video? I was like, if you give me front row, and I'm saying it's just joking around because front row tickets is like two bands, 2,500. And he, he was like, done. I was like, oh, no. 
oh, I gotta really do this now. Video, you gotta get a video. Yeah, so <laughs> so he, he paid for my ticket, and he paid for the video, the videographer, um, Drexley. He's like super famous and major now, uh, all over social media for these one shots that he does. But anyways, long story short, we get to Levi's and we playing the Packers. Um, it was a it was a Sunday night game. Yeah. We get there at like one o'clock, and on our way to Levi's, Jerry Rice posted the song on his Instagram. Like we're in the whip, smashing there, and so we go crazy, like what? This is insane. And uh, when we hop out the whip, we hop out the whip when we get into the parking lot, and I'm just standing there. As soon as I get out the car, and you can hear my song playing at like literally like ten different tailgates simultaneously. I'm like, bro, this is nuts. It's nuts. No one knows who I look like because I just posted a picture on on YouTube. There's no image of me. It's yeah. just it's just a picture of Levi's that just says 49er faithful. So we're walking around. I'm bobbing my head. I'm like, yo, this is dope. Everyone's, you know, like, what the fuck is this white dude just standing here looking at us? <laughs> and then my my uh, roommate, the DJ DJ Monaco, they start telling people like, yo, this is him, this is him. And then it just goes crazy. The videographer pulls out the camera. We're getting all this like live footage that's, you know, we just it's it's like a gorilla shoe, like no, no schedule, no, no notes, like we just running and gunning. And we ended up uh winning that game, and then we went off to the Super Bowl, obviously in Miami. Um, and the Niners were pumping it up, and then they played it uh at the Super Bowl. And I don't know, man, it just it just went crazy. And I've been kind of just riding the vibe ever since. But there's not too much to the, like thought put into it. It's just it was just great timing. It was a good song, good timing and just organic. And here we are today. Now the Niners bring me out to their events and I perform live and it's dope. It's special because it's your it's your favorite team, too. You know what I mean? It's not just for, you know, just some one off team. This is your team. And. For them to to show love back for for a song that you put out like that's really dope on their way to the Super Bowl. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that is so cool, I'm gonna, man. That's yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, just kind of take you guys back to to last season. We'll start from there. A lot a lot went on. Um, you guys started the year out three and four. Um, obviously, Trey Lance started the season as your guys' quarterback. He goes down pretty early in the season, breaks his ankle. Um, he was handed. I, I couldn't say he won the job, but he was handed, you know, the starting position over Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Jimmy G gets hurt, um, and and he's down. Brock Bird, Brock Purdy, the seventh round pick, last pick of the draft, comes in and wins five games in a row to end the season. And you guys get into the playoffs and takes you guys to the NFC Championship game. Um, obviously, we all know what happened in the NFC Championship game. There was. You know, injury after injury, he goes down. Uh, he's not even able to throw a football in the game. Josh Johnson comes in. He gets hurt. Um, so just a lot, man. Um, you know, so just take me back, you know, how you guys are feeling on that run with, with Purdy uh, all the way up to the NFC Championship game. Um, yeah, wild season last year. Um, so I'm going to go back even further. Like as as a Niner fan and diehard Niner fan myself, as far as I'm, I'm just gonna go back to the Kyle Shanahan beginning of the Kyle Shanahan regime, and like it's wild that we're in year seven and year eight, and they still don't have like a quarterback. Like this is it's nuts. Like I still like this for real. Like I, I live in LA now, so 
a damn near need to pitch this to somebody because this can be a fucking movie. Like this literally should be a 30 for 30 some shit. Cause I've never seen anything like this. You could look through the history books or just like anything that can go wrong with the quarterback situation, the nine of the belt. So like you said, like this, like this wow. content that they've been going through, it's not just to see it literally since Kyle Shanahan got here, like through the Hoyers, through um, the, uh, um, you know, uh, whoever, whoever else they had in, you know, right before Jimmy, uh, I forgot. There was a few other guys that were there before Jimmy. But Jimmy comes kind of similar to, to this situation. Jimmy wins, you know, comes in for a one in 10 team, wins five games in the season, and then they kind of just give him back immediately, you know, just for like save us, Jimmy. And then he goes down next year. Then it's another QB shuffle. And then it's, you know, it's your it's your Mullins, it's your CJ Beathers, it's, you know, Kyle's kind of back to just making shit happen with nothing, you know what I mean? And, and um, you know, you, you, you can still you can see the offense just really just needs a quarterback and just kind of needs somebody to deal it to the playmakers and let them do the thing. You know, that was Kittle's breakout year. Kittle's, I think, his second year, his rookie year, when he broke the tight end receiving record, which Kelsey ended up breaking, you know, years later anyway. But um, you could kind of see what Kyle had. All Kyle really needed was a pseudo game manager, but somebody who's just not going to turn the ball over, get the ball to the playmakers, let them pretty much do the rest, which – when Jimmy's been upright, Jimmy's technically been able to do that for a certain point, you know, for for the good amount of the time that he was with the Niners. And obviously, we'll get to that later with your, you know, is it the system or is it Jimmy uh, thing? You know, now he's with the Raiders. But um, yeah, so now you fast forward. You know, you they, they felt like they couldn't really get over the hump, so they trade all the picks to go get Trey Lance. Um, you know, he's now the savior. They're kind of trying to usher Jimmy out, and then, like you said, they kind of just handed the 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 you know job to Trey before he really earned it just because they invested so much in him now we have to see what he can do yeah the last year happens you know Mr Irrelevant you know did what he did beat out Nate Sudfeld to even be on the team in the first place you know what I'm saying last pick of the draft and now he's playing and at that point when he goes down you're thinking as a fan the season's over. You know, like you're not, you know, where are we gonna sign Baker May? I know I remember Castle screaming for Baker Mayfield and like Philip Rivers out of retirement. You're like these these are all real possibilities. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. Came out, yeah. came right. out a couple weeks ago and said if y'all make this Yeah, ball, that was actually true. Yeah. It was well, like, and and that's yeah. all yeah. And, and all that's even happening because this team has been so close and have, has been literally knocking on the doorstep since you can go back to 2011, 2012 the Ravens, the the Ravens, and then they lost to the Ravens in the Bowl. Like, this team has been there the year after that, lost to the Seahawks. Like, as a Niner fan, like, we've kind of been through it. Like, a lot of people think they got it made, but they, there's been a lot of just heartbreak and just been so close right there. And I think the common denominator is they just haven't had that quarterback to get them over the hump. Um, so now, you know, you enter Brock Purdy, then he goes down. And so it's like this ride that they've been on, um, you know, it's unprecedented because this team is stacked. Like this team, every position, just about, uh, which I think, you know, um, we'll talk about later, but some of their additions this this year, I mean, they're, they're, they're loaded everywhere. Um, and, you know, me personally, uh, I like Brock. I think Brock can get it done. I think Brock um, showed what he could do. I think he also showed, a, I think he also showed the flaw in the scouting department and how guys slip through the cracks. Because Brock Purdy showed in college he can play this game at a high level and should have never went last into the seventh round. But just because I, of the- I, 
Go ahead. Right. I, 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 well, yeah, not, not to interrupt you. The only thing I would say in this period about the whole situation, I think, when you're talking about those two, I think the thing about it is Trey Lance, like he's like I said earlier, he was expected to come in and be a superstar for what they gave up for him, right? Expected to come and be in that new style, game breaking quarterback that everybody loves, everybody has. And so they didn't coach him up as much as they coached Brock. Just knowing that Brock is the seventh round pick that they have on their roster to play quarterback. And in the games that he had to play, there were all big games going down the stretch. Like when you guys were where you were, you pretty much had to win everything to get to first place. And it was like at that point, you know, you, you're going to coach him up like crazy. And I feel like they didn't do that for Trey. So that's the only thing like for me, like I, I feel like this is not fair, but you know. I, I wouldn't say that. It's just you also got to understand though, Brock played big to big 12 football. Like Brock played in some big games. Like he played against all yeah. He played against like he played some big boy games. Like Trey never had none of that. Like not even anything close. So it's like it didn't, it didn't surprise me. Matter of fact, when Trey, when, when Jimmy went down and people were screaming for Brock, uh, Baker Mayfield, like, and I was like, Nah, I kind of I'm gonna rock with Brock. I'm gonna go off the strength of he made the team out of camp to be the three to be even in a QB room at the end of training camp. You've done something right, and you can play. So I was always on not even just to pat myself on the back. Like I was just on board with Nah, we're gonna rock with it. He knows the offense. Like he's played in big games. Like he didn't. Play, he went to Iowa State. Like that's the playing big games like all the time. Like on the road. Like uh, you know, look at his numbers. Like he, he was a he was also like Mr. Football in Arizona. Like they they produce out there. So yeah, it's like, he was he was yeah, definitely, he was definitely he, he's just small. Like he's just not a big dude. He's not very fast. He's not gonna wow you with any of his tangibles, but the dude can just play. He has it. You know what I mean? So when once I didn't surprise me when I saw him making the simple plays, making the simple reads, taking what's there, uh, which is why I have confidence in him, provided he can be healthy, I have confidence in him to get it done. But personally, like again, you know what I mean? I, I'm 37. I haven't seen my team win since 94, bro. Like, I was of the mindset of don't fuck around with this. This window is small, bro. Like, I've seen two Niner regimes not make it. This, this second one, and then the Harbaugh generation, the Harbaugh iteration, like, of these teams not make it because they don't have – you put Aaron Rodgers on this team, bro, this, this, this team, who's beating? Yeah. Like, they are literally an Aaron Rodgers away. Like I'm watching hard knocks and I'm sick to my stomach. Like why did they have Aaron Rodgers? Bro? Like I'm, I've been saying they should have got Aaron Rodgers two, three different times, bro. Brady too. Brady would have won a Super Bowl. Like I, I've been of that mindset, and I think that's all this team's missing, man. And and I really hope Brock can be that. I know this was a long-winded answer for what you asked, but you good? You good? Three, three out of four NFC Championship games. I mean, you guys are right here knocking on the door. I mean, that's sick. Crazy, bro. Like you guys, and I am. I am worried that the window might be, you know, not as open as it used to be. Right. But and, the a lot of thing, and the last thing I'll say about the the QB situation is, I think a lot of people also forget about and don't talk about. Uh, maybe just outside looking in, maybe Niner fans do more than I than I would than I've heard. But I think a lot of people forget Trey Lance was like Plan C. They tried to get. They literally had a trade for Matt Stafford. That was going to happen. We're gonna and get into that. Yeah, we're gonna. We're gonna get, Get into that we'll, exactly, we'll and the Rams pulled the rug on that. Then Plan B was Deshaun Watson, and then okay. everything family like they had like all those picks. I I I swear, if, if Shanahan writes a book after twenty years from now, I guarantee you it's going to come out. Those picks that they ended up doing trading for Trey Lance to get up to three were for Deshaun Watson. Like I don't have any sort, I don't know that for a fact, 
But I would assume that that's what it was. And then and everything started to come out about his suspension and all the shit he had, you know what I mean? Like they had to go to plan C. Plan C was, all right, there's all these quarterbacks coming out. This is a stacked class. Let's throw, let's not get, like what he said. He said, I don't want to get left at the altar again. Like they didn't want to get stuck with Jimmy knowing yeah. he's not the dude to get us over the hump. We have to do something. And that's how they ended up yeah. on Shred. Whether, whether you said they wanted Mac or we can get into that, like that's a whole nother talk. So that's a whole nother debate. But I don't think plan C was going to be to draft one of those quarterbacks. Plan A was Matthew Stafford. Like that is a fact. Like and then McVeigh. Uh, uh, yeah, McVeigh, you know, did we, what he did. We and got, they made Cancun or whatever. And and because they had a deal already. And then the Rams snuck them. You know what I mean? So uh, trust me, hey, trust me. We know there's there's a bunch of stories, but you know we don't get into that, don't you? Right. 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 Yeah, man. I know, I know you're passionate. We know you're, you're passionate. passionate no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's I get good, it. But, you know, yeah. we, we got a lot more to talk about. we got a lot more. We got a lot more to talk about. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so off season moves, man. Um, you guys lost Jimmy Ward. You lost Robbie Gold, and I feel like the Robbie Gold situation is actually a big. Big storyline coming into the year. It already showed up in the first preseason game. You guys moved up. I think you got. In the, I think it was the third round. You guys took a kicker, um, but you did get Hargraves from the Eagles to help out your defensive line. You guys do have one of the best defensive lines in the entire league. Uh, Sam Darnold comes in, which is another another story, another chapter in this whole quarterback situation. Right. Uh, Travis, man, what you think? What you think about the offseason moves and and you know what 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 took place uh, in the offseason? I was sad to get rid of Jimmy Ward. I was a big Jimmy Ward fan. Um, such a Swiss army knife, you know, can literally play any position on the defense except for the D-line. Um, so I was I was very sad for that, but I understood, you know, Jimmy wanted to get paid. The Niners have arguably the most star-studded roster, so money needs to be delegated in other areas. Jimmy Ward's 30. You know, he he, he got injured twice last year. So uh, from a business aspect, I understood it. Um, now, as far as Robbie Gold goes, if you remember to the beginning of last season, he held out, and he forced his way to get paid more, and I think that the Niners took that personally. I don't think they were expecting that, and they were forced – into a corner that they didn't want to be in and they had to pay the piper in order to get the leg back and is uh he also got injured last season as well and you know robbie gold is one of the oldest kickers in the game so um still very effective i'm very shocked that he is not on a team that's that's yeah. surprising to me but nonetheless i think that the niners took it personal and decided that they're gonna go into the draft and get someone young that they can pay a fraction of the cost for now was that the right decision i i'm not going to advocate one or the other because we haven't seen you know what jake moody can do besides missing you know a couple field goals in a preseason game because he's nervous as hell i'm not going to hold that on him yet so i think it's too uh soon in the season to to you know advocate which if it was a right decision to let robbie gold or not go or not so I also think the offseason moves, we got to talk about, about Bosa. Um, obviously, he's holding out in camp right now. Um, you know, he, he deserves, you know, top dollar. But um, 
do they pay him? Is is that something you guys are concerned about right now? Obviously, a lot of the you see Zach Martin from the Cowboys just ended his holdout. So a lot of guys are starting to come to camp. They don't really want to be there exactly. four or five weeks into camp. So are you guys are you guys worried about that at all? No, not with both, especially with things with his dad and his brother. He's he's good as far as being in shape. Um he'll be ready to go. I'm not worried about but that. But you gotta all. think about the money that you guys have into your team though. Like that that's a big thing. Like you guys have a lot of superstars and and they all are I, I respect it, bro. Like the one thing about me, you know what I'm saying? Maybe Raiders and Niner fans, but I respect good football. And you guys play good football. You know what I'm saying? And so I see it. So having that many superstars, they're all gonna enter that money. And that's like kind of where it sucks for the whole falling off part. Because if you pay that whole defense, it's like who else are you gonna be able to bring in or keep on offense? You know what I'm saying? Because pretty soon everybody's gonna need to be paid. Like like now and adding Christian McCaffrey, like you know how big of a contract he's gonna want when it comes time. Like, bro, that it's just crazy. It's like it, it, it's kind of like the same thing how with the Warriors with us when we had all those superstars. Stars. We we just pay luxury tax after luxury tax after luxury tax. You know what I'm saying? So it was hey, like, you know, it was that's, like what, crazy that's why machine. you need Brock Purdy to be the starting quarterback, getting paid nine hundred thousand dollars a year. Exactly, yeah, and that's that's, 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 that's true. And I, and I, I respect that. Niners have the cheapest quarterback man. room in the entire NFL, and it's by design. Yeah, but that's the that's the Shanahan way. But sometimes you know, at the end of the day, to win the Super Bowl, you need a superstar. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's not a lot of teams that's got it down. Like, there's some teams out there that's got it down with mediocre quarterbacks, but not a lot. You can't name a lot. Like, every every team had had somebody elite at the quarterback position when they won a championship, you know, even dating back to the old days, the old years, you know, the Kansas Stabler years, you know, the, time, the times when people really had those passions from quarterbacks, Joe Montana when you guys had him, you know what I'm saying? Even Steve Young when y'all had him, you know what I'm saying? Just back in those, those days, I'll give y'all your credit with that, you know what I'm saying? You had to have a quarterback that was special to be able to win these games. And I think that's the thing that is starting to show proof for with the whole Shanahan system. You know what I'm saying? It's great. It's amazing. Look, it's, it's, it's all glitz and glamour. It's beautiful. But when it comes down to it, every time in the championship, some, that team is going to be special. You know what I'm saying? Any championship that you make it to, the NFC, the NFC championship, or the Super Bowl, that other team on the other side of that ball is going to be special. And at the end of the day, that quarterback has to be special. That into and it's like that's just kind of what it is, you know what I'm saying? So it's hard to watch and I feel it, you know what I'm saying? I've never really been the one to poke fan poke fun. I'm the one to defend my team, but it's like when I see good football, I see good football. But I'll admit it, I'll admit too when I don't. But I think it's just gonna be hard to hold the whole team together for you guys with the contracts that it's gonna be asked for by how talented you guys have been drafting. Like, and I'll be honest with that, you know what I'm saying? So most yeah. people are paid outside of Bosa and Brandon Ayuk, those are the only yeah. Uh, contracts yeah, yeah, on the yeah. yeah, if you look yeah, at yeah, a, yeah. Lot of, a lot of the, the teams that are successful, they, they do make moves when it's a rookie contract for quarterback, right? Yeah, so if, if Brock Purdy can can hold it down and they pay everybody else around him, like it could work out. So there's still a window for you guys. That's Shanahan's um, ace in the hole. Like that's what he needs for this regime. He needs for, him, for them to have yeah, for for them for him to not to have blowback on the Trey Lance pick. Brock has to Brock. He has to. work out for that very reason for the contract. Uh, you got yeah. Trey Lance on the cheap deal right now, but he's not your quarterback. You know I said that so, to my I said that to one of my friends earlier. The same thing for 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 Kyle Shanahan to keep his name. That this Brock Purdy has to work. You know what I'm saying? So sure. hey, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. So as a Raider fan, man, I, I gotta I gotta get your guys' insight on Jimmy G. Uh, obviously, we haven't seen him yet in in, in silver and black, um, but he was really successful for you guys. You guys had a love hate relationship. You know, I got friends that are Niner fans. <laughs> 
it was there was a lot of you know Jimmy throws what you guys call it Jimmy throws where he just throws it up like it's you know like it's as if seven up in the back in the backyard um, and then, you know sometimes he just looks like he don't want the ball and he's like I'm about to just throw this up um, so there's a lot of a lot of frustration with Jimmy G um, is it the Shanahan system that really put him in a good position or is it because somebody was winning these games at the end of the day he took you guys to a Super Bowl. He took no, you to he did not. Don't say that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> he did not do anything, but he's he's the kid in the group. He just participated, but he didn't do nothing. Oh, All right. Hey, at the end of the day, wait, time out. But at the end of the day, if, if, you're, if your receivers and your tight ends are, are getting yards, somebody has to throw them the ball. Oh, let me ask you a question. You ready? If you have a an average quarterback, do you rush the ball more than any team in the NFL? Well, would you do that course. if you have an elite quarterback? Are you rushing the ball sixty times oh, no. a game? No, if we you have an elite quarterback. If you have an elite quarterback, do you give up three first round draft picks trying to draft another quarterback after you just went to the NFC Championship game? That's what Shanahan does. He, 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 no, you know bro, he is. He, he's the type you, of person, type of person that falls in with a new car every fucking three uh, years. Oh, why? I watched. Come on, bro. He, dra- he drafted. Right. He he turned around. He drafted RG three and Kirk Cousins, and then our, our Kirk Cousins took over. Even though RG three got hurt, he, he never won more. He never won But that's what I'm saying. You, it always happens. Back. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I want both. At the end of the day, you can't make a choice. I gotta hear. I gotta hear both of y'all. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear both of y'all. I'm just saying, Jimmy G. You know, he's he's a a handsome looking guy. And uh, he's definitely someone who you want standing at the podium because he says the right things. And uh, he, he, it's been said he's got great locker room presence and he knows how to control the huddle. But at the end of the day, when you are in clutch situations, I can't tell you I, if I had a, I could count them on both hands and my feet how many times he's been such a liability in the fourth quarter when we're up by 14 points and he throws a bonehead interception at a linebacker who didn't even move more than two steps. Like we almost lost last year to Dallas because of his interceptions. We almost lost or, uh, not last year, the year before last year. Yeah, like, and I was at that game and we we're like, that was we should have beat, like we beat them like 30 to one. We were blown yeah. They dominated Dallas that entire game. Jimmy and then last year with Jimmy G with this star studded offense, we averaged 17 points a game. And then the rookie, the last pick in the draft, Mr. I've never played a game in the NFL, averaged 30 points a game with the same roster as Jimmy G. Like, what know, are we talking about? Did you know, Jack, did you know that we, the Niners, had the most double-digit wins in the NFL last year? Like, by, I think something, it was crazy, uh, like 11, 10, 10 or 11 games or something by double digits. Let's also let me ask you this question though. Are we gonna put this all on the kid or that defense? Because let's be honest, y'all defensive line is 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 so hard to deal with. That if you go watch so the twenty two when when, when when you literally have to deal with a short field all the time, of course you're gonna be successful. Nah, bro. Regardless, you regardless of how it is, you know what I'm saying? And you watch like, the nuances and you watch the way Jimmy G move, he's a statue back there. The guy I mean, can't we know that. Anything. Trust me, I know. You, you think I wanted this? You, th- hey, you oh. think I wanted y'all, y'all? You think I wanted y'all leftovers? So oh, hey, oh, this God, I'm, I'm gonna give you a prediction right now. Your boy Devonta Adams, arguably the best wide receiver in the league, 
he's going to be running around on that field wide open. And your boy Jimmy G is going to throw a duck or take a sack. And Devonta Adams is going to walk off the field by week six. He's going to be demanding a trade. Like, what would – Jack, I'm going to say this. I'll say this, Jack, about Jimmy. Um, I am worried about Devonta's production for sure. So, fantasy-wise, I'm worried about Devonta's production because Jimmy is – what Jimmy can do – because Brock's pretty similar in that sense. Like, he's going to excel between the hashes. He's going to hit the quick throws. He's going to do he's, the slants, the in routes. He can hit those. The outs, it's 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 outside the numbers. Like, I, I saw a report, like, when he first, I don't know if it was minicamp. No, nah, it wasn't minicamp because he didn't practice in minicamp, right? He had the he had to fail physical or whatever. So, yeah. it had to have been training camp. I saw the report where some Raider reporters were like, oh, yeah, Jimmy, his deep balls, you know, are struggling. And I was like, so who's going to fucking tell him? Like who's gonna tell? Who's gonna tell y'all? Like he ain't he, never he, had a deep ball. He doesn't have that. Like that's literally not in his bag. Like so he doesn't. I think. I think. So like Devontae, like Devontae, is, 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 is y'all really think he wanted this? Back shoulder, right? <laughs> like ten to ten yard in 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 routes, out routes. That's his. That's his go-to. That's his. That's his saying, he can't. That's he it. can't throw deep. That is his money. But even doing that, he's going to throw an exactly. interception at a linebacker who didn't move since he called hike. You're gonna get some of those, and you're gonna be like, "Bro, what the? Were you one, one reason he locks in? He lock. He'll lock in a lot. He'll lock in on one yeah. guy, whether that guy's open or not. And he panics, bro. He hey, panics. Yeah. Okay. Hey, All yeah. right. Well, I'm gonna let you know. I like what I like. I'm gonna let y'all know. O'Connell? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah you guys like start that guy. You might have to. Look like little Tom Brady. Is that yeah. what we doing? We asking for Aiden O'Connell already? Is that what yes. we doing? Yes. Yes. Hey, wait. He was up. against us. He was throwing the ball before wide receivers were breaking through their routes. Exactly. And when the wide receiver got to the point, it was right on the chest. Like that, that, yes. That looks like, hey. he looks like y'all brought hey, Purdy. I'm gonna hey, remember JJ, this. And hey, you know what I said. You, you know, you know what I said. I'm taking for Caleb. I don't care who played quarterback at this point. Hey man, I'm he did look good. Come back, Jimmy G's gonna have <laughs> to hand that ball off <laughs> sixty <laughs> times a game. I want to lose. I want to lose. Okay. Give me Caleb right. Williams, man. So I, 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 I gotta ask. Else. So, uh, so Trey did start the season last year as a starter, um, and you know he did go down and. Time moves so quick, bro. Like, you know, they, they've already moved on to, to Brock Purdy. They looked like they got their franchise quarterback. Um, he did start this first preseason game, which we'll talk about more in depth. But I wanted to ask about just how you guys are feeling about Trey. Obviously, it was a small sample size uh, in one game with, with not his, his starting offensive line. But also, you know, last year it was a game and a half. His first game was in the rain. Chicago, that game was not even count. So, hey, that so, game was hey, that keep it real though. Remind you when you was a kid though, yeah. Uh, that was that, that, that was, was so. How, how are you guys feeling about Trey, man? Is it, is it, I, I mean, I'm hearing some stuff like if you listen to Greg Papa, and I feel like he has some inside information to be honest with you that he's in the he's in line to be battling for a QB3. And I've said on multiple times on this podcast, I do not feel like he's going to be on your team week one. I, I just don't feel like it. I, I feel like yeah. he's too expensive to be on a, to be on the roster if he's not if he's not suiting suiting up for a game on on game day. But what do you guys feel? I'm gonna let you guys get to it because that's your team. But what do you what do you guys think? Well, as far as Trey, um, you know, after like I said, I, I watched the film and I watched you know 
part of that, you know, his first few series is, which again, this game, uh, it didn't, it, it didn't matter the score. It's never as bad as it looks and it's never as good as it looks. That's what I've learned about football. And, you know, once it got out of hand, it was a really weird game. First of all, the Raiders hats off to the Raiders. Um, they were ready. Um, you know, they kicked our ass in the, um, uh, the two joint scrimmages from you know all the things that I read and, and some of the videos yeah. and like it sounded like the Raiders kind of had their way from on the offensive line and D line. So in the trenches they were already winning the battles. It was kind of a perfect storm for Trey Lance not to succeed. Um, one, I don't, I didn't like Kyle Shanahan's scripted plays to start start him off. For one, first game in like 360 days since he broke his snapped his ankle, uh, he's got him not even taking any drops. Like his first few series is like, bro, was just not even in a three-step drop. He was, he was trying to start the game off with Trey reading quick reads and, and trying to dissect what the Raiders were doing, which to this point, if he hasn't played a lot, that's not going to be one of his strengths. I They didn't really try to run the ball to set up the pass, which traditionally is literally Kyle's offense is run to set up the pass. He tried to set up, he tried to just come out throwing uh, which I didn't think did did Trey Lance any favors. Trey Lance also wasn't doing himself favors because he wasn't seeing the field and making the correct reads. There was a play, I think, on the second drive of the first drive where he's got a guy in motion. He doesn't even realize it's zone. It's clearly zone because nobody's following uh, the receiver. I think he wants to throw the out, which he shouldn't have thrown the out. He probably should have threw the go because they were sitting in cover two. He pumps. He gets sacked again. He got sacked multiple times. Part of it was his line was terrible and everybody was getting whooped and he had pressure on him immediately. And the other part is, again, he's not reading and seeing things. You're not reading and seeing things because of Rashad, what I was telling you earlier, is he doesn't have the reps to muscle memory, bro. Like, as the game went on and he started to just kind of be able to play and Kyle started to get him on the move more, he started to have a little bit of rhythm, a little bit of confidence. Yeah. Obviously, the touchdown he threw was fluke. It was a ball he shouldn't have thrown. But yeah, at that point, he got shit. some confidence. Yeah, he got some confidence, and he wanted to throw the ball. So he, he, you know, he set his feet and threw the ball as hard as he could, and he got lucky. And that's what ends up happening. Sometimes it it be like that. But also, but that's, but that's, that's exactly how it goes. With what I told you, they expect him to come in and be some gunslinging superstar. That's what they drafted him for. But when it comes to Purdy, what did they do? Well, they turn around and handed a goddamn ball off. Three was actually like, y'all was getting for, twenty yards, and then turn around and made those chases. Purdy's, was a a gunslinger too, Purdy's a gunslinger too. Don't be fooled by what you see, bro. Purdy is a gunslinger, bitch. Is why he's throwing a pick every single damn practice, like. He's gonna throw that rock okay. too. Okay, and, and, but, and if, but if we want to talk about training camp, I, I, the one thing I will say, they actually said you're you're all your defensive line was killing us. It was like the first day, but after that, yeah. I was just I was just happy. I, honestly, for me, it's like you know a lot of Raider fans that I seen took it as oh yeah we believe in beating them. You know, right? You know they tried to smash the For me, it was just a thing for for seeing from what our defense was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like right. the fact that our defense was being aggressive, our defense They're was finding what we need to do. Yeah, they, and, they that's, exactly and that's and that's and that. And that is something that and, and something that's gonna actually make me very upset because I actually told my friend this other day. I was like, let us fuck around and even have a fi top fifteen defense this year. I'm gonna be mad as fuck. Because all of a sudden now you bring in a whole new quarterback, you bring in a whole new oh, everything else, and then now you want to upgrade the defense. Yeah, Derek Carr is and definitely now, better than Jimmy G. Now, like and that's and that's and that's for true. Like we we let him walk out the door. Derek you Carr is better than Jimmy G. He is. Hands down. 100%. It's not even close. He is. Um, but to get back to your point, Jack, I I feel like Trey, he's going to be battling for the two or three. He's going to be on the roster. 
Um, and I don't think his development is over. Just like I don't think Brock's development's over. Brock can get better. You guys don't off. have time. You guys don't have time to wait for Trey Lance anymore. I understand that, but I just don't think he's he's not he's not to the point where he's unfixable. And if he's going to be on the roster, it'll be the third because I mean Donald looked better than him. It just is what it is. Donald's and, also and then you also got to think you also got to think about it how what, what they dealt with with quarterbacks last year. If they can hold on to three, they are gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're gonna have to. So this guy Allen, this guy Allen might be better than him, and he's way cheaper. Like why why keeping this guy, Travis? You can you can stop me because I know you want to jump in too. But I just why, I just think people why? are slaves of the moment. Exactly. Okay. I've been in training camps and Brock. I mean, uh, Trey Lance has looked the best quarterback in training camp. Now, granted, it's only training camp, but to Jasper's point, like, Trey hasn't been given enough time. The only way to learn is to be on the field, and he hasn't been on the field enough, period. I don't care if you're talking about Jalen Hurts, looked like trash his first year. Josh Allen looked like trash his first year. Look at Trevor Lawrence's first year. 17 receptions and 12 touchdowns. Like, I don't care – it's super rare to be a Patrick Mahomes. You're talking about anomalies, and he even sat behind yeah. Alex Smith for a year. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh-huh. we're, there's there's missing context on Trey Lance. The Niners did not trade all those picks for Trey Lance. They traded all those picks to have an opportunity to get a quarterback. They didn't even know who yeah. they were going to get. Right exactly. after they made that trade. That is yeah. very true. Yeah, exactly. So they really yeah, only got they, rid of They just said it's hard to look at quarterbacks, top quarterbacks, when you're at the I, – I forget what we had, four, 15th pick 11, or I think they're like at 11. They're at like 11. It's not 11. Either way, they just knew they weren't going to get someone who was the cream of the crop. All right? I understand So they that. made that yeah. trade just to have an opportunity to grab a quarterback. Okay. And then they chose Trey Lance. And they chose Trey Lance as a project. That's why they Jimmy G was still under contract. They knew Jimmy G was gonna start the next year. Now it's the media and people like us who made it seem like they drafted Trey to be the next Patrick Mahomes. And they people even compared him to Patrick Mahomes, which is already setting him up for failure. What are we talking about? You're comparing him to arguably the best, you know, people argue he's the greatest quarterback of all time already. I, but I, I hope when you understand what I'm saying that that's what you guys drafted him for. I mean that that was in the wrong. You know what I'm saying? They're not drafting him to give him the same development that he is. Like knowing that he's a project and people are wanting him to be that. And that that's what I'm saying. And that's and why I feel like I, I, I feel the same way. Last year, yeah. if he didn't yeah. get into the same second way. game on the first drive, but. But the play, the play calling, the fucking play calling in that play is ridiculous. If you're running, you shouldn't be running your quarterback up the middle like he's a fullback. I agree with like, you. Just be honest. Like, let's, let's be honest here. That's, like, that's you, a different, that's to a different topic. That that's, that's, that's a like, separate topic, but I do agree with you. Like, 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 I understand. That was my point. If he wasn't given an opportunity to play, to play yeah. bad like all those other guys, because they went to I horrible agree. teams. Justin Fields, Lawrence, all of them were on horrible teams. They were able to play. Hey, bro, all that shit and get wrecked. Even Justin Fields was low key trash last year. His throwing stats was ridiculous. His throwing stats was worth He ran the ball like crazy. Yeah, he ran the ball like crazy, but that was it. You know what I'm saying? It takes time to develop, man. It takes time to develop. That's why I would hate that if they, if you guys cut him and didn't give him a chance to develop. Because honestly, if, if Kyle Shanahan could do that with his offices, he should be able to 
Bunch of but because right? of the business and the way it's looking, like JJ said, like it, he he has a possibility to be a ca- uh, a casualty. Yep. Now, was yeah. it the smartest decision? No, but yeah. if you look at the data on elite quarterbacks, Josh Allen almost—they were talking about offing him after his second year. It wasn't until yeah. his third year where he exploded, yeah. and Josh Allen was playing every game. You got Trey Lance; he's played he's played five, technically in five NFL games now, and 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 he's going into his third year. Like it's not even fair to rate him yet. It's it. Yeah. So the Shanahan offense, I mean, he wants somebody, you know, right here, right here, like throwing to specific spots on a timing, right? Like on timing. Can Trey do that? Do you think that's something he can do as opposed to, you know, making things like freestyling basically and, and you know, making things happen with his legs? Is that something? There's not can- enough data. There's not enough time. Not enough. To, okay. I feel like no one should be able to weigh in on what Trey is. And he might be horrible. He might be the greatest of all time. I just don't think anyone has been given, including Trey Lance, the time to see what he actually is. So I don't want to say nothing good about him, but I also don't want to say nothing bad about him. I will say this, though, Jack. He's definitely not, in my eyes, also, he's also not the dual threat we thought he would be. He's not that he's not, as fast as we not thought. not very fast. He's not very, I know he is coming off the ankle surgery, but it's not a, it's not a ligament. I broke my ankle far worse than he did. And I came back, you know, I still like when you bone heels, you're fine. Like, so he's just not quick footed. Like people thought, I think people thought he was more of the four, five, four, six range. I think he's more on the four, eight, four, nine. Like he's not going to yeah, ever- he, he ran at four, nine, two. Yeah, exactly. So he was running cats over. And <laughs> like, he wasn't really running away from anybody. You know what I mean? If he gets downhill and got gets and gets going, I'm sure he can run away from people, but he's not the dual threat. And I think Kyle kind of realized that because as you've seen, Travis, I'm sure you've noticed this either in, in all the camp highlights and in that first game, all the zone read shit that they were doing for his first two, that shit is gone. Like no zone reads, no, none of that. So I think Kyle and them, they readjusted it now. And now we're trying to see how he's going to play within the pocket, which I still don't think is the right way to use him because he's much more comfortable being flushed out, boot, naked boots, rollouts. Most of his touchdowns and his early success have come off that big boot where he comes off the boot and he still has a rocket arm. Like that's what he, can excel at and i do think um you know to your point jack i do think he can hit those quick timing throws he can hit that deep end he hit a few of those deep ends he has a great arm towards the end of that second half he hit conley chris conley over the middle a few different times once he started to get his wind and get his legs underneath them like bro hadn't played in so it's a great arm even that touch at the end of the second quarter when he threw that uh oh he he attempted a touchdown pass in the back corner towards the pylon That, it, it was it was incomplete. It was good defense, but yeah. the pass was beautiful. Mm. It was phenomenal, but you know, uh, it wasn't. I think, you know, that's it. But that's a luxury to have. I would. Just, I wish we had that luxury. You know, to, to even have the option of some type of quarterback. Hey, also while we're comparing Brock and Trey, I want to let you guys know I've I've stood side by side both of them at the same time. Okay, Brock Purdy. Is not as little as that as people think. He's built. He's like husky, like a baseball player. Like he's Trey's not. Huge, I met Trey. You not know, I met Trey in L.A. last year at some random event. Trey's huge. Like I'm six three, and he made me. So I'm like, oh, no, you're talking hey. about tall. Yeah, yeah, Trey's a big dude. Yeah, he's a I'm big. Talking dude. about size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. They're, yeah. they're comparable, yeah. like the same. Trey is just taller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Brock yeah, is yeah. just as mobile as him. 
It just, yeah. it just looks different. Trey, you know, Trey I'll, got that. I'll, got I'll, give Brock, yeah, the, yeah, I'll give Brock the edge on the twitchiness. That, like I would say that, that Brock is. All see. right, Niner fans, you guys hear this. They don't, they believe in Trey still. So <laughs> still, y'all still locked in with Trey. Don't give up on him. You heard it here. Two two faithfuls here are telling y'all do not give up on Trey yet. Obviously, there's two more preseason games for him to prove himself. And I think, like, I, I text a couple of my Niner fan friends. This is a big preseason for him. I think you guys, obviously, he's not going to play with the starting line, but you still want to see a little bit more, right? I think you guys can agree to that. You want to see a little bit more um, before the preseason is over. You guys agree with that at least? Yeah, 100%. Okay. But even after the preseason, whether he could play absolutely lights out amazing, and it still yeah. wouldn't be enough time to really judge him yet. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like at least the, I feel like this next game, if they let him start, yeah, they should at least give him the starting line for like at least a drive. You know what I'm saying? Just to let, let, let's see what really, really, he could really do with at least a little bit of time. And you know what I'm saying? No, it's not going to hurt him to do one drive. Yeah, but they're not going to do that. At this point, Trace should get all the reps. They already know what Darnold is. They know what Darnold is. They know what Allen is. If they're not going to play, Trey literally should play a fucking entire game. Like, if I had it my way, Kyle, what are you doing? Like, you, if you're trying to figure out what this dude is, give Trey every single rep, period. Yeah. Like, put Brock in bubble wrap, let Trey fucking go. Like, let him do whatever the fuck. And, and if I'm Trey, if I'm honest, like, the only thing that was also making me mad about the game, if I'm going to keep it a foul, a complete foul wow, like, right now, keep it a buck. Like, if I'm Trey, bro, I get it. Like, Everybody's coming down and you're going to be nitpicked. You haven't played in 360 days. You're rusty. You're nervous. All the shit. But, bro, you don't want to be sitting there 20, 30 years from now with a beer belly talking to your boys at the barbershop like what could have been. And I was a number three overall pick and I'm a bust now. But I still got bullets left in the chamber. Bro, empty the clip, bro. Like, there is no time to be like, I'm afraid to throw a pick or I'm afraid to do this. I'm afraid to do that. Like, I get it. It's, your line was trash, all these things. But when I was watching back the film, he had opportunities. He had dudes open. He, he was definitely just gun shy and trigger happy. And I know he feels like he's under so much scrutiny. He has everything has to be perfect right now. But if I'm him, you got to empty the clip. But this is literally, this is your life, bro. This is your life. I don't think he wants to be on the Niners. That could be, too, but then showcase, showcase what you got. I don't you think he. Go. I don't. He does not look like he enjoys himself. He does not look that. like he's having fun. He looks like, that. damn, this is where I'm at. Like, hmm. I he, think he's still weird. Wow, I like, think that's weird. You, that's like the best situation for any incoming quarterback. It's not for him though. For his life, yeah, but not. But though. the Niners are choosing Brock Purdy. That's just exactly. what it is. Yeah, well, that, at this point, yeah. At this so point, it yeah, makes of, course, sense of course. To just even if even if the Niners can get a, a third round draft pick for him, just at this point, just take because the Niners actually they kill in the third round with their draft picks. They have elite third round draft they picks. Would take it right now. Huh? They would take a third round for him right now. They would. Easy. And, and I and Easy. I would bet that someone like uh the Falcons would give up a third round pick for him. Like, no, you can't tell me Ritter is the answer Who's either. Right now? Desmond Ritter? Who's the yeah, then you can't tell yeah. me Desmond Ritter is the answer. I can start hey. But I say all that to say is Trey just needs a fresh start. Just like Aaron Rodgers looked like he hated to be in Green Bay. He didn't want to be there. Now he's over there with the jet in the Jets. He's got iced out chains. He's having hella fun. He's laughing. He's he uh what's the what's the little quarterback they just Overran for him. Yeah, Zach. Well, he's actually coaching Zach Wilson. He never did that with Jordan Love. Like he looks like he's having a great time in life. Trey Lance looks like, bruh, get me the out of here, man. They should just do it. 
Nobody's ever gonna love him like the first team that drafted him. So he should he should just sit tight and and you know get it together. Um, all right, so this 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 game, man, this Raider Niner game, it's it's a it's a preseason. Uh, you know, obviously when the Raiders were in the Bay, this was one of those games that used to get out of hand. It was so it's so much history. Um, for some reason, man, like it, it's always an event, and they even had to cancel the game for a few years when the game was in the Bay. Um, what's, what's your, what's your memories of that game? Uh, even in regular season, Niner Raider games in the Bay. My first, uh, my first game in black hole was for sure. One of it was a preseason game, probably like 2001, 2002. Um, yeah, I think the rivalry is always, first of all, the rivalry has always been a rivalry because of proximity, never because of, I would say, yeah, it's just really just yeah, it's really nothing else to do with the fact that we about 30 miles from each other. Exactly. That's really all it is, man. And it's never been, you know, because we obviously we have, we've never faced each other in the Super Bowl. So it's never been, you know, anything. In the and that would be lit. lit. I wish I were having. <laughs> we would group for that, it's man. I think one of my best memories was, I would say, what, 2000, 2002, the 2002 game. Uh, I think we won on a, overtime, Jose Cortez. Field goal. I don't know if you remember that one, Travis, but T.O. was going crazy. I think Jerry Rice had just went to the Raiders. Like those were those were like when the Battle of the Bay was cracking, cracking. Early two thousand, yeah. we both had good teams. I think the Raiders went. Well, that was the one year we both went to uh, the playoffs. That was the last time yeah. the Raiders went to the playoffs. I believe it was that, that two thousand two one. Um, we're, we're never good yeah, at was, the same time, which is never, which yeah. Is that was a rare year. I was just yeah. watching. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send y'all the link. There's a little mini YouTube series documentary. I don't know if y'all seen it. The Rivalry of the Battle of the Bay, and it talks about all the shit that happened. Yeah. It talks about why it was banned for a while. I'm pretty sure that was. The, I'm pretty sure that was the year when you went to the Super Bowl. It was. Yeah, that was uh the buck. We got our ass kicked by the buck. Yeah. Yo was cooking Charles Wilson that year. In he that was. Game. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was cooking the shit up that day. <laughs> Uh, and that was the year we lost. To, we also lost to the Bucks that year. We actually, yeah, we both lost to the Bucks. I think yeah. we beat the Giants. It was a crazy comeback. We beat the Giants that year. And yeah, y'all had Gannon going crazy. You had good times, bro. Yeah, See, I, I mean, it, go ahead, bro. It's always good. It's always good when 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 you know you can enjoy it with real fans. You know what I'm saying? And this is this is my so. Yeah, y'all know me. You know what I'm saying? I rock with my, my fans. But when you have people that genuinely just enjoy the rivalry for what it is, the fact of proximity and that will make it, like, personal, it's like that's what it is. And people that's been around watching the game for a long time, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. Because the thing about, for me, it's like, it, and honestly, it happens to every team that starts winning. Let's let's just all be honest about this. The people that jump on the bandwagon, they never do nothing about, about it. Nothing about football. And I always have to, like, they have so much to say. And it's like, bro, like, like, like be hum- be humble with your team, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the best part about football. Like the humble side of knowing that your team is good. Like I know your team is good. You ain't gotta tell me every fucking five minutes. Like your team suck and my team is great. You know what I'm saying? We've had a battle. We've had a straight battle. And it's been great. It's actually it's, it's eight and eight right now. You know what I'm saying? Our series is eight and eight. You know what I'm saying? So it's always been. It's, it's we had our years where we were stumping. All the same thing goes. But it's the crazy shit. How I've always noticed is the funniest thing. Like even last year, I thought it was gonna happen when we almost beat y'all. Every year we're good you guys would beat us and every day you guys are good we would beat y'all so like that's why last year i was walking around like yeah we should we, yeah we for sure for the win this game like i didn't care who it was and then when bro and then when it went to overtime i was like oh shit bro this is really about to happen and then when we lost i was pissed bro. I, was I was there that was one of the best games last year it was a great game that was a great game great game it was a hey great that stadium game. was, was so to to fire you were there travis yeah. Yeah, I was at that game. That stadium is amazing. 
like it's yeah. way better yeah. than Levi's. <laughs> what, what, happened, what happened with Levi's, man? I, I've been there. I actually haven't been for. I, I did go to the Raider. You guys blew us out. Uh, I think it was like maybe 2016 around there. You guys blew us out on like a Thursday night game. Um, oh, that was a. Uh... Yeah. But, that was Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. Yeah, that was that's what we were good. We went to the playoffs that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? That was, what happened to Levi's? I don't know, man. I feel like the contractors they just botched it or something, man. Like even uh, so right now the current visiting side that was built to be the home side. So the Niners locker room is actually behind the visitor side, and then they started playing and they realized they were getting beat down by the sun and the organization decided they were going to switch sides. So now every game, the Niners have to walk all the way around the stadium to the opposite side, to their new home side. Like, I don't know to have a stadium be that expensive and not to think of something so simple. It's just because y'all built it in great America's parking lot, bro. Like, I mean, they need a bigger, a bigger they just i don't know the contractors were on something i don't it's, know it's not enough space honestly i feel like i feel like man i feel like they should have took that money and upgraded candles where y'all was at bro that shit was absolutely absolutely my mom my mom my mom my mom's a niner fan you know what i'm saying and she's going back, back to, to the city to that shit. Shit was beautiful. i hope so, I hope so. yeah me too I felt last like one so. last one before we get out of here man so i, I need you guys outlook on the season obviously we, we've covered a lot on on the quarterback side you guys do have one of the best defenses um best running game one of the best running games too you guys you know christian mccaffrey back there um and shanahan dialing it up so what do you see from this from this year's team and um are you going to make it four out of five years of the nfc championship game I think so, but that's if Brock can stay healthy, because <laughs> I, I I'm not gonna lie, I lack trust in Sam Darnold. That guy's a turnover machine. So yeah. can can, can it, you, it, go ahead, Jasper? I asked my little question. I think right he looked you okay. He looked okay. I was, that was one of the bright sides I took out of the game. Him and, and some of you know some of the other uh, second and third string receivers, I, I really liked. Um, I, I hope to God we don't see a situation where Sam Donald's in the game to even worry about it, <laughs> whether they or not. But uh, yeah, I, I it's it's going to be tough, man. The NFC is obviously wide open outside of Philly. Um, you know, Philly's going to be tough. Can't wait to see them week ten. Um, I'm mm. business. I fucking hate the Eagles right now. I don't know why. I hate them, I hate them more than Rams, the Seahawks. Probably their fans. They That's talk a lot of shit for how that fucking yeah. game went last year. Fuck Philly. Um, hey, <laughs> what else? Uh, my, I don't know if I can even cuss on here like that. Hey, but, my, my boy, you good? Be hell of a man. my uh, boy, could yeah. be hell of a man. I got a couple of boys though. to be listening. I feel, yeah. I feel, I feel it. Hey, listen, I feel it. That was so tough, though. Like to say, I don't, I'm, I'm such a one game at a time, but I don't even want to think about even just putting us in the you know, because it's so hard to get there. That's why it's been so heartbreaking when you get so close. And Jaquaski starts dropping interceptions in the Rams games, and like, like, bro, like that's that just happened. You know what I mean? Like, this is just the last so minute, your question, JJ. The Niners are going to be in the Super Bowl. Vegas odds right now. The the Vegas odds suggest that the Super Bowl will be Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers again, bro. 
I hate this is it's cringeworthy. I hate hearing shit like that, bro. Like I just I just want to watch. I just want Pittsburgh Week One, bro. That's all I'm at right now. Whoa, no, I'm with you 100. percent But we're going to the Super Bowl. Look, look. I'm gonna say this. Okay, but look, hey, man, man, I, I get that you're saying that, but you, you have to take that. That was a bold statement. Hey, <laughs> I mean that's, I mean, that's, that's Vegas. Hey, that's Vegas is odds. That's that Vegas. Vegas. I, respect that. I respect it. Uh, but, but it's it's hey, honestly, you, but you have to just say Philly's a monster over there, man. We got better. We did. We did. did and we got secondary get better. Off, like five starters on did defense. You, that defense is did not going to be you, the same. Did your secondary get better? Philly's beatable. Did our secondary well, secondary get better? Our secondary's never been our strong. We have the best linebacking core in the NFL. I trust our safeties. Cool Fungo is all pro in his second year. Um, and and our defensive line, like which was already great, just got even better with Hargrave. And that's going to be disgusting. Yeah, I like, that, I like our chances, man. The- I really do. I like our chances in the, in the, in the uh, NFC outside of Philly. Nobody else really scares me personally. Um, NFC you know, right. as, as, as you Derek should. Saints. Them Derek Carr Saints going to be a problem for y'all. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Are you trolling hey. right now? You don't believe like that. ACL by week three. Yeah, can we talk um, Warriors? Can we sit here? Can we talk Warriors? I haven't really got a chance to talk to you. I haven't even got a chance to really talk to you about the. Go day. ahead. Go ahead. Jump, jump on the Chris Paul situation. Go ahead. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, I ran into somebody, oh, yeah. a coworker at work to get today or yesterday, and he was uh, he's also from the Baby Warriors, man. We were just talking about it. We hadn't really talked about it. Last time we had talked was right before Bob Myers had. It stepped away, and so yeah. there's a lot of things that had to happen. So last time I had seen him, a lot of, you know, dominoes have fallen, and you know now. So my only issue with the CP trade is, you know, I was big. I'm a big. I was big Jordan, like big Jordan Poole. I was probably Jordan Poole's biggest supporter, biggest fan through thick and thin, through through the horrible shooting nights, through the punch, all the shit. Like I got it, bro. Like I was, I I hated losing somebody that's a young ascending all star. He should be an all star next year easily. Um, and it, it was the haul. It was the haul what we got. What we got back for that is my only issue. I got the contract situation. I get the money. I get he's going to help the second team. I get shit. I get he's going to unlock fucking Kaminga and probably Moody. CP is still a dog, and he's a problem. Like, I I'm, I cannot wait, actually, to see what it looks like with the with the three-guard lineup, the, him with the second unit, shit, him and Draymond bullying. Red. Like, it's going to be a lot. I do like it. It's just I hated losing Jordan Poole. I really hated it. And I'm I don't know, Jack, if you were down on Jordan Poole as much as all the other people were in the playoffs and how bad he played and just, you know, I know the Draymond shit and the, the mood in the locker room. Like I get all that. I don't it I guess it just wasn't fixable. You know what I mean? And then for the money, the money side of it. Yeah. Like Those are the two things. Yeah. I, I think I think honestly, this is the one thing to say, and I hate and I hate to say this. But it was one of those one of them gotta go situations, <laughs> and to keep keep the rest of the team happy, the people that's been with Draymond, we've been doing this with for years. It's like Poole, yes, he is a great, he has a chance to be great, but he also right. has a chance to be not. Because do you not remember Ed, the way he started to to play? It, yeah. it kind of got overconfident. You know what I'm saying? Like he stopped kind of making the right decisions. He just wanted to make yeah. them all because at the end yeah. of the day. When you when you watching Steph Curry out there doing some shit that you think he yeah. ain't thinking of, you 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 gonna try it too. 
You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you're, you're not there in your career. You, you're you're not there. You still got to keep trying to make the right decisions. And I think that's, that's kind of what he was in the finals the year before, though. Like he was doing those things. But, we don't win those but, finals without Jordan Poole. Period. We we don't. But but I still think last year. I think last year he was making better decisions than he was this year. Because last year, a lot of those points and those shots and the things he was making, that was what he was supposed to do in that time. Because he was either open or he made the right move or he was able to get there. But this time, I felt like there was just times that he had bad shooting nights. But I think he really just there was sometimes he was just doing too much, and you can see yeah. it. You look at him like, come on, bro. Like like what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, but people like, say like, like on too. Yeah, that's on the huh? Lakers game. People say the same yeah. exact thing about Draymond. Yeah, but defensively, Draymond is never a liability, <laughs> and you know he makes the difference. Yeah, but Draymond and is the, not going to go drop and, thirty-five points. Hey, he's had he's had twenty-three. Yeah, he did, he he gets one every in a blue moon. But Jordan Jordan Poole's elite. I'm with Jasper. That year he he ascended and 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 they won the championship. I was telling my my roommates a, a like probably the biggest Warriors diehard in the world. And I was advocating for Jordan Poole. I'm like, bro, that's that's the number two. Clay's, you know, after all his injuries, Jordan Poole's that guy now. And he became that dude. But then that last year, after like first two months, I'm like, this is not the same Jordan Poole. And and there's and it's the the reports already came out after that slap. Oh yeah, the whole locker room it was it was gone. Because it it it's, it's no repairing that. Like, like I've said before, no it's, it's no repairing that. Steve Kirk came out and said, man, like we became one dimensional of how we scored. And I think that's what Chris Paul brings. He gives him a different chance of how to score because he's going to slow it down. You know what I mean? He's going to he's going to control everything. And that's the biggest part where we couldn't do. Sometimes we would just be like out of control last year, bro. Like, uh, like what are we doing, bro? Like, can we, we call it? We were like. Take a deep breath. We'll be like 29. We'll be 29th out of 30, 32 teams or turnover or something like that. Sometimes. We 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 was okay. like the it was and that's like the thing that that's what's what I'm saying. Like and Chris Paul bringing that element and honestly at the end of the day, let's be honest, our, our team is it, we we are there, but we we ain't got some just just how the Niners don't have the windows there, but it's closing. Our window is closing. And if we don't take advantage of it now, bringing Chris Paul is kind of, it's kind of like bringing when we bring Sean Livingston in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like somebody to run a different pace, somebody to slow down, bring bring a, a OG game to the game because you kids can't run around and do this shit all goddamn day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and there's other still, players. His mid range is still it's crazy. It's still crazy. Come on, man, Chris Paul. You see what? You, come on, DeAndre Jordan was an all star. Let's let's yeah. <laughs> talk about it. Talk, talk about it. I'm trying to talk myself into it. I'll, I'll get there before training camp starts, but I, I definitely think uh, it, it'll it'll. It'll work itself out. I do. I, I think he's going to help Kaminga, especially like like Jasper said. He's going to help Kaminga a lot. All you need is this guy right here. 30. That's all you 30. need. How do, they play together, How do they play together, though? That's my only thing. I know Jordan Poole and, and Steph could play together, but Jordan Poole was a slasher. That's why it could work. Because Stephen well, Curry is the most unselfish player true. in the game. And, and he knows how to move off the ball. And at the end of the day, Steph if you know how to move off the ball, so you, you, you won't get the ball. Yeah. Come imagine, on, imagine, look, what about this way? Chris Paul, see what Chris Paul did. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. That's how are they gonna hide both of them, Jack? Come on, at, at, I don't think <laughs> we don't have to hide Steph. Steph is this is not too hard. That's disrespectful to Steph. You're right, Steph is definitely evolved in moving his feet, staying in front of his guy a lot better than he was back in the day. So, I would say, yeah, for sure, yeah, and playing physically. 
it's the last four minutes, to be honest with you, because the, the rest of the line. Really, you don't think they're going to play together that much? You don't think they're going to play that them together? It's longer? the first five minutes. I think that- the first five minutes, Looney's going to come in and sub out Chris Paul, and then they're going to rock with the same so you group. Th- so you think you think we're starting to? I do. I think he's. I think he yeah, starts. He's gonna start. He's gonna uh, start. Right. And then obviously Steph gets his his break at the like the like the last minute or the second period. Chris Paul comes in with Kaminga. So they're gonna go. They're gonna go. Did we talk about we need the ball? Why are we gonna start the minute? We Moon, or Draymond at the five, Wiggins at the four, Clay at the three, Steph at the two. For four minutes, five minutes. Yes. Hey, I, I think also, I think it's gonna Clay be more so. Return to his defensive form. I think so too. He's working I'm out actually. Right now. Yeah, I saw Clay is black off everything off personal, and he's working yeah. his tail off right now. He's about to come back with a vengeance. Y'all saw the black off. Y'all saw the black Every off. announcer. Yeah. Yeah. Black off that. Oh my god, his legs are back. His legs you know what happens contract year for that. You know what happens contract year. I just don't know Wiggins at four for those first five. Wiggins at the four. But hey, hold on! Don't don't try to play Wiggins like he don't be bodying up. We, the other reason yeah, why we won that championship, the other reason why we won that championship is because he was bodying up. There was a lot of people that was trying to body him, and he was there was the argument. He was MVP. Was standing up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so they're gonna go to the death lineup. The first five minutes. First five minutes, and Looney's coming in for Chris Paul. He'll sit down, get get Clay or Steph at the beginning of the second, and we rock it. I, honestly, you you want to? I, you I, I kind of think it's the opposite. I think we're gonna get first five minutes of the regular lineup, and then I think Steph is gonna sit down. Chris Paul is gonna come in, and then they're gonna run something different. Yes, because because once because after that quarter is over, you can play Steph the whole second, and Chris Paul ain't gotta come back into the game to the end of the second to run that lineup that you're talking about. And then after that, starting the third quarter, we go back to it because we need to keep Chris Paul as fresh as we can to the end of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like I think, I think it, it needs to be more smarter because you got to give him a chance to work with the studs when they're coming in. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, he, at least you're getting the game fast. We're not gonna keep you out there long. We'd rather give Steph because giving Steph that break after he, because Steph, you know what it is? He starts off five minutes hot. Them first five minutes, you know, we coming up jacking up shots. We just we already put up a hundred for the game start. So we coming up, we we putting up more, and then we take him out the game and give him a real rest because he never really gets. One. You know what I'm saying? He never, if you really think about it, this nigga played all the time. Like, it, if he wasn't in the game, we were struggling. Struggling. And he didn't make that guy. He doesn't want to come And, and he made that very clear in his first press conference. See, but at the, end, at, the, at the end of the day, your name is not coach. Your name is player. So if you want to hold out, that's on you. That's your bag. That's your money. You know what I'm saying? I, you come here play, that. you want to win the ship, or you want to come in here and, and be a little bitch. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's really what it is. You want to win this chip or you want to come be a bitch? Let's be honest here. Nigga, you was you Steph's son. Remember that. So yeah. the, the last thing, uh, I just wanted to appreciate you guys, man, uh, for, for jumping in, uh, talking all Niners. Uh, again, this is, uh, you guys got a lot of storylines for the year. Um, and we'll see. You know, Travis said Super Bowl in Vegas. We're going to see. Jasper said one game at a time. So, again, we're going to see how this goes. Um, hey, I wish y'all the best of luck, though, because I want to see y'all in the Super Bowl. Yeah, we, we appreciate you guys, man. Thank you. If it happens, that'll be classic. But, hey, like I said, man, I know. Hey, we got to get something. But I appreciate y'all coming through. You know it's always love. Hey, this episode was great. Hey, but you know I always like to say, remember, always I tell you, put yourself first because you're the one that most matters the most. And this is No More Timeouts, and we checking out. Peace. Peace, y'all.